Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we are learning Daf Ayin Hey Amud Aleph. We'll begin on Daf Ayin Dalad Amud Beis, where we left off um, eight lines from the bottom. Hi Umtza. The Gemara is discussing the dinim of dam, the dinim of blood in meat, and when we have to be chayshesh for the iser of dam in meat and when we don't. And the Gemara brings up an interesting nekuda here. The Gemara says as follows, Hai umtza, this meat, the asmik chalye, the asmik, that, that, is, that is red. For some reason, the meat retained a redness. So if you have that, chalye, the liquid that comes out from it, when it drains, when the liquid drains from it as it's being prepared, usr. It is usr because we assume that it contains uh, dam in it because it had, a, it had a redness to it. Says the Gemara Vaiter, loy asmik, but if the umtza is looks like regular meat, it's not reddened, it's not red, so chalye shari, so the liquid that comes out from it is mutter. Ravina Omar. Ravina says, Afilu loy asmik nami. Even if it doesn't have a redness to it, also, chalye oser. The liquid that comes out of this umta meat is oser. Efsher de lesba shuraiki doma. It's impossible that there aren't like blood vessels there, and the liquid that's coming out is has dam in it. And the Gemara brings a sheet that's a, diametrically opposed to this. Amalei mar bar ravashi. Mar, the son of Ameymar, said to ravashi. Abba, my father, meaning Ameymar, megamei He would swallow it down. In other words, the, um, the liquid that came out from it, he would not be concerned about it. He would, he would swallow it down. So that sounds like if it's not red... You don't have to worry about it at all. Iko da Amri, and some say Rav Ashi Gufa Megamea that Ravashi himself would swallow it down. I do want to point out that Rashi gives another pshat to this chalye, and he says it's not necessarily the the juice that comes out of the meat, but Rashi says that they would soak the meat that was roasted in vinegar. And that vinegar, the nature of the vinegar is that it would pull out from inside the meat. And if that vi- and that vinegar was what we were talking about, if it's mutter to drink or not. Tup shatim and rashi. Okay, good. Says the Gemara Vaiter. Omar le mar bar ameymar le ravashi. Mar bar ameymar said to ravashi. Abba, I want to tell you about my father. My father had a certain hanhaga. Hai chala, when there was uh, this vinegar, which according to the Pshat and Rashi that we just said we were just talking about, the vinegar that you would soak the roasted meat in, according to Rashi. Hai chala, this vinegar, dechalit bei chadozimna, that you used it once to soak meat in, suloi tani chalitle. He would no longer repeat to soak in it. In other words, he would assume that the vinegar lost its potency and no longer could pull the dam out of the meat like um, like it was able to the first time. Frechti Gemara, is that true? Maishna mechala masmeha. 
Um, how is it different than weak vinegar? Because, that, because we do use it to soak. In other words, you don't need to use the strongest, most powerful vinegar to soak the meat in. You could soak the meat even in weak, in, in weak vinegar that, 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 uh, that's not so strong. That's not so potent. So if I can use vinegar that's not so potent, so if I take potent vinegar and I soak meat in it, and then I want to soak another piece of meat in it, I should be able to do that. It's not worse than not potent vinegar. So he says, no, that's a mistake. Hossam over there, when you're dealing with weak, in, with weak vinegar, with not such potent vinegar, and I'm going on to Ayin Hayomid Aleph. Over there, the, 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 um, the taste of the, of the fruit, meaning the, we're talking about wine vinegar that comes from, from grapes, the taste of the fruit, the, fer- the fermented uh, uh, nature of the vinegar exists. It might be weak, but it's there in the vinegar. But hacha, but once it's been used, once this vinegar already had d- did the work, it doesn't have anymore the taste of the fruit in it. It no longer, it's, 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 it's been weakened. And in, 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 it, its integrity is 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 uh, is questionable, and it can't do the same job that it was able to do the first time. Okay. Zakti Gemara. Okay, we're going on to the next part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, "Ain't soilenes pesach." The Mishnah had said that you're not allowed to roast the carbon pesach on um, um, on a spit. Or on an askila, a metal spill, we said you can't use metal. And you can't use an askila. An askila, we said, is a grill. So the Mishnah then went on to say, Omer Reb Tzadik, the Mishnah said, B'Shem Reb Tzadik, that Rabbi Gamliel told Tevi, his servant, to go and to roast meat, to roast the carbon Pesach on, the, on an askila. Which is very mysterious. We just said we do not um, uh, roast the carbon pesach on the askila, and then we brought a story where Rabbi Gamliel told his evet to use an askila. So the Gemara says this kasha that a phrase that we find all over. The Gemara says Maisel Lister, you brought a story that's a contradiction. You said a halacha. You know it would make sense if you said a halacha and you brought a story to back it up. But you said a halacha, and then you brought a story that's the opposite of it? There are words missing from the Mishnah, that with the intention of the of Chazal was that we should understand to fill in that gap. And this is the way to read the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, don't roast the carbon Pesach on a grill. But then we're supposed to understand to add, the askala menu keves, if the grill has uh, holes in it, means that there are large spaces, mutter. And the way Rashi describes it, Rashi describes the carbon Pesach being hung between two bars of the grill in such a way that the carbon Pesach itself is not touching metal at all. It's hanging between... The spaces between the bars of the grill are so wide that you could literally hang the carbon Pesach on its, uh, on its spit of, of remine wood that we learned, and, and you can put it down and it will not touch Barzel, Rashi says, it will not touch metal. 
So, and on that we brought a story to, to bring a raya. Ve'omar Reb Tzadok, and Reb Tzadok said, Maisa Rebbe Gamliel, there was a story with Rebbe Gamliel, She'omar Tevi Avdoi, that he said to Tevi, his servant, say, go out, Utzalei Lanu Pesach, and roast for us the carbon Pesach, Al Ho'askelo Minu Keves, on the grill that has spaces. Okay. Now the Gemara goes on to another discussion about what we are using for the uh, of, of, of other alternatives of roasting the carbon pesach to roast it in various ways, and the Gemara introduces us to several new halachos um, in the process. So the Gemara says as follows: Rav Chinenu Bar Idi est a shaila from Rav Adabar Ahava, and he said as follows: He said, "Tanur shehisikoi beklipe arla." If you have a an oven that was fired up, that it was fueled with shells with peels of arla. Now arla, which is the fruits of a tree for the first three years. Of that the tr- tree is a fruit-bearing tree, um, the fruits are aser bahana, including the klipes, including the peels. So if you fired up this oven, beklipe arla, so you're firing up the oven with fuel that is aser bahana, that one is not allowed to benefit from. Except there's a twist. The garfoy. Then you swept out the oven. So you fueled it with these klipe arla, you heated up the oven, it's boiling hot. Then you took a brush and you brushed out all the klipe arla. So all that's left in the oven is that it's boiling hot. And then, and then you baked bread in it. According to the oiser, what's the halacha? Now let's explain what this means. Earlier in the Mesechta, on Daf Chavav we learned that there is a machloikis tanoim. If somebody bakes bread in an oven that was fueled with klipe arla, if we say that the iser hana of the fuel, it, it goes into the bread. And does it create iser hana in the bread that was baked through the klipe arla? So the Gemara wants to know, according to the one who says that you may not have hana from that bread, that the that the benefit that you have from the wood, from the fuel, from the klipe arla, goes into the bread. What happens if I take out the klipe arla before I put in the bread? So there's actually no fuel in the oven when I put the bread in. It's just that I heated up the oven. It's boiling hot, but the actual stuff that's aser bahana was removed from the oven. So the Gemara wants to know, according to that, Omar Lehi answered him that even the Manda Omar that says that the bread is Osir, but if you sweep out the Klipe or Lahapas Muteres, the bread is Mutter. Omar Lehi, he said to him, really? But Rav Saba said in the name of Rav Asi, who said in the name of Rav Yoichanon, that tanur shehisikai, that if you have an oven, that you fired it up with fuel, with any fuel, v'garfai, and then you swept it out, v'tzola boyas ha-pesach, and then you roasted the Pesach, the carbon Pesach, in this oven, 
So the, the heat of the oven, which came from fire originally, is roasting the carbon Pesach, but the carbon Pesach is not directly over the fire. It's just getting heated by the oven that was heated by fire. Ein zetzliyesh, that is not called roasted by fire. Now how do we know that's not called roasted by fire? Maybe it's considered roasted by fire. No, shenemar tzliyesh tzliyesh shtei pa'amim. Because the Pasuk, when it's saying the halachas of the Korban Pesach, repeats, tzli'esh, roasted by fire, roasted by fire, twice in, in the Pesukim over there. So since it repeats the concept of tzli'esh twice, we understand that there's a hakpada of direct contact with the fire. That the fact that the fire heated the oven and the oven heated the Korban Pesach, that's not enough to be considered tzli'esh, because there's an emphasis, tzli'esh, tzli'esh, that the fire needs to heat up the carbon Pesach. So now, the Gemara analyzes this, and the Gemara says, let's, let's, let's take this step by step. Taimo de goli rachmano tzli'esh, tzli'esh, Why are you saying it's not a good carbon Pesach? Because the Pesach reveals from repeating tzli'esh twice, that there is a special hakpada by carbon Pesach, that the carbon Pesach have direct contact with the esh. Okay, but in our case of klipe Arla, when we're dealing with Arla, ha if the Torah had not revealed anything, if the Torah had not repeated tzli'esh twice, hava'amina, so then I would think, tzli'eshu. So then I would have assumed, that if I'm heating the carbon Pesach in an oven which was heated by fire, that's called heated by roasted on the fire. And it's good enough. It's just because the Torah repeats it twice. Oh, so that's why we're saying it's not, it's not kosher. But if the Torah had not repeated it twice, we would say that that's sufficiently tzliyesh. So if that's true, so then how could you say that if you clear out the klipe arla, the bread is mutter? Just like when the bread bakes in the oven with the klipe arla in the oven the, the, that are asr bahana, we say that the bread is asr because it was baked through the fire of klipe arla, which are asr bahana. So if we sweep out the klipe arla, we see that that's still called that the klipe arla are heating the bread. So what if it's, it's, it's a secondary heat? It's the heat of the klipe arla heating up the oven, which is then breaking the bread. But you see from the carbon pesach that it, besides that, it, it, if we did not have taken into account the fact that the pesach emphasizes repeating the word sliesh, we would have said that a carbon pesach that's roasted in an oven that was heated by a fire is called that it's roasting in a fire. So you see that the fact that the fire was removed doesn't take away the fact that the heat in the oven is a product of the fire. So if that's what we would have said by carbon Pesach, if not for the repetition of Tzliyesh, so by Klipe Arlo, where there are no repetitions, by Klipe Arlo we should assume that if the Klipe Arlo are Osir Bahana, then the heat of the oven that's a result of the Klipe Arlo are also Osir Bahana. Good. So the Gemara says as follows. No, the, the, we we can learn from the carbon Pesach to other dinim. The Gemara says like this. Omar Le, he responded to him, 
Goli Rachmana Hasam Vialfinon Mino. The Torah reveals it by Korban Pesach, but we learn from it. Meaning what? Meaning what he's saying like this. It's true that we learn from Korban Pesach, from the emphasis of the repetition of the word Sliesh, that the Korban Pesach needs to be roasted directly on the fire. But that's not a unique din to Korban Pesach. Rather, the Torah over there, in the Parsha of Korban Pesach, is giving us clarity about how heat works, and the Torah is telling us that secondary heat is not considered the heat of the original thing. From the repetition of Tzliesh by Karben Pesach, we learn a Yisoid, that secondary heat is not the original thing. So therefore, by Klipe Arla as well, we say that secondary heat is not considered the Isar Hanoah itself, and therefore the bread that's baked in an oven that once had Klipe Arla will be Mutter. And if you want, we could say a different shot. We could say, even if you'll say that the Din by Karben Pesach is unique to Karben Pesach, he said like this, Hossam time, Hossam over there by Karben Pesach, you said a cheshbin, that time of the Kosav Rachmanat Amim, that the reason that it would not be good, the reason that it's not good if if the Karben Pesach is roasted in an oven that once had a fire in it, um, is because it repeats Tzli'esh twice. Haloi Kosav Rachmano. If the Torah had not written Tzliesh twice, Hava Amina, I would think, that the Torah is makbid on, on, fi- on fire. The Torah wants the Korban Pesach to be roasted on a fire. But But even if the fire is swept out, it's still called that it was roasted on a fire. So regarding considering the carbon Pesach to be roasted on a fire, if not for the fact that it repeated Tzli Eish twice, I would say that putting it in a second in an, in an oven that has secondary heat from a fire is enough to be considered Tzli Eish. That's true if what we're concerned about is that it should be called roasted by fire. But over here, by the Klipe Arla, it's not about fire. But over here, the fire is not the issue. The etzim, the actual wood, the actual fuel is the is the issue. The halesnu and the fuel was removed. So by fire, you could say that if the fire, if there was once a fire there, secondary heat of a fire is also called heat of a fire. But that doesn't mean we'll say if there was once fuel there that ha- secondary feet, heat, excuse me, is considered that fuel. That we won't say. So there's no comparison to carbon pesach. Okay, let's move on to another halacha about the carbon pesach tonarabonon we learned in a if you made cuts in the carbon pesach, Rashi says you didn't cut it apart, but you made slices in it so that it would roast. It would roast over the fire. Well, it would drain out. and then you placed it on top of coals. Is that considered that it is roasted? Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says Oimer ani. My opinion is, I say shezetzli esh. 
that that is considered roasted on a fire. The, the coals are like like a fire, and if you put the carbon pesach onto coals, that's considered roasted on a fire. Rami le rev achtevoy bar ami le rev chisto. Rev achtevoy bar ami est kasha to rev chisto about this halacha of Rebbe. Mi omar Rebbe. Did Rebbe really say gecholim eishninu? That coals are like a fire. Viraminhi, but I have a kasha from a brisa about, about tsaras. One of the forms of tsaras that are brought in Parsha Sazria is a tsaras that develops as a result of a healing burn. And if, so if the skin is burned and in the process of healing it develops tsaras, there are certain dine tsaras. So that's called a michvas esh. Michvas esh is a burn that's a result of fire. And the Brisa says as follows, Ein I would think that it's only if it was burned by actual fire. Nichve, what if it's burned bigacheles? What if it's burned by a coal? Not by actual fire, but by the coal that was heated by fire. Beremetz, what about remetz? Remetz is a mixture of dirt and coals. Or besidroi seach, begafsis seach, a a a plaster or lime that's uh, that's 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 boiling. Sid is like a seach is is boiling lime, and gafsis seach is boiling plaster. In other words, something that's been heated up from the fire. The choldavar habam in haur, or anything that comes from the fire, li'isuya, including chamei haur, water that was heated by fire. Minayan, how do I know that if, if any of these um, things would cause a burn, that would be included in michvas esh? So he says, Talmud Loimar, the Pasuk tells us, michva, michva, riba. The Torah tells us michva, michva, the Torah repeats michva to include all kinds of burns. So the Gemara says, okay. That's because over there there's a special Xeris Akasa because it repeats michva, it repeats the word burn. Taima de Rabbi Rachmano, michva, michva. The reason that we're saying that, that, it, that if a coal or remetz or any of these things causes the burn, that that's also considered a burn of a fire. That's because the Torah says, Michva twice. Haloi Rabbi Rachmana, Michva, Michva. But had the Torah not been marbe, Michva, Gechalim lav eishninhu. I would have said that Gechalim, that coals, that's not considered fire. So how could you say with such confidence, Rabbi, that if you put the carbon pesach onto coals, that's called sliesh. You see, by tsaras, you needed a special limud to consider a burn that comes from a coal to be like a burn that comes from a fire. Zokti Gemara, like this. Zokti Gemara, Omar Lay. So he answered him. Rav Chista answered Rav Achtavoy Bar Ami. He said, Gacheles shall eats loy itzrich kroler buye. A, 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 a coal that's made out of wood, that you don't need a Pasuk for. A coal that's made out of wood, that's a fire. Because wood, wood burns up in fire. 
the limur of mechvas esh that includes coal is not talking about a wooden coal, or the, a coal that, that source is wood. Rather, ki itzrich kro, you know what you need the pasuk for? Legacheles shel mateches, a metal coal. In other words, a boiling hot piece of metal that that doesn't catch fire, so that's just the metal heated by the fire, that's what you, that's what you need a pasuk to be marba. Ah, the Gemara questions that. Is that really true? The gecholim shal mateches lav eshu. Is it true that a, that metal, that something, metal that's heated is not considered fire? The hagabi baskoyen dechsiv ba'esh tisoref. By a baskoyen, by the daughter of a koyen who's mezana. That the Torah says that she's nidoin, that her punishment is to be burned by fire. The Omar of Masna, and Rav Masna says, how did they do that sreifa? Psilo shel ever hayu oisinla. They used to take a rod of a metal called ever that they would heat up and they would pour it down her throat. So that's how they did the sreifa. So you see that it's considered sreifa even through metal. So why are you saying that you need a pasuk of 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 michva uh, michva to be marbe gacheles shel mateches? Because that I would have thought is not fire. But you see that when it says about a baskay and that she should be besreifa, it's enough to pour a, a, a to put up do a psila shel aver, which is metal. So he said, no, it's different by a baskay and it's different shani hasam over there. It's different. The Omar Kra, because the Pasuk says, Bo'esh Tisaref. It says, In fire she should be burned. That order means it starts off with something specific, Bo'esh, and then it says, Tisaref, she should be burned. That means in anything. Tisaref, that extra Tisaref after Bo'esh, Lerabois Kol Srefois, Habois Minoesh, that includes all Srefois, all burning that come, that was heated, that Bamakar, that, that originally, that source of that, of the heat is fire. Habois Minoesh, the Kol Shekain Esh Atzma, so Frakti Gemara, the Kol Shekain Esh Atzma, so that means that certainly, Fire itself would be would be good. So why did they do this interesting thing of using a psila shel aver? Why did they find such a such a complex way of being mekayim ba'eshti sarif? If it says ba'eshti sarif, why don't they just use esh? V'nakefla chavilez mayres. Let them surround her with um, with bundles of wood of sticks of wood. V'nikla and we'll light it on fire. Zakti Gemara, no. The type of Srefa here we learn out from the story of the children of Aaron that were burned when they brought a Esh Zaro, when they brought a, an inappropriate fire into the Mikdash on the day of the Chanukah Samizbeach on Rishchidesh Nisan, when they finally built the Mishkan and they brought in, and the Bnei Aaron um, wanted to participate in the Simcha by bringing a fire that did not come from the Mikdash into the Beis HaMikdash, and they were punished with a Srefa. And the sreif over there is as follows, says the Gemara, Asya sreifa sreifa mibnei Aaron. We learn out Shava of sreifa sreifa from the story of the burning of the bnei Aaron. 
Malahalon, just like over there by the Bnei Aroin, Sreifas Neshama, the Neshama was burned. It says in Chazal that two chutim of fire, two threads of fire came out of the base of the Kaidish HaKadoshim and went into their noses and was seyrif them, mibifnim, from their Neshama. So just like over there, it was a Sreifa of the neshama, but the guf was not was not um, affected. Afkan sreifas neshama veguf kayum. So to over here, the neshama was burned and the guf was kayum. Frekdi Gemara, if that's true that you wanted to just do a sreifas neshama, so v'nevid lo chamei ha'ur. Why don't you just heat up water and use boiling hot water? So the Gemara says, Mishum de Rav Nachman, because of the din of Rav Nachman, the Omar Rav Nachman, because Rav Nachman taught us, Omar Kra, the Pasuk says, You have to love your friend like yourself, and even if we're doing such a difficult, painful thing as a punishment of Misa, of a capital punishment, but we do it in the manner that takes into account as much as possible being sensitive to the person who is Chayiv Misa, who's getting, who's getting killed. Choose for him Misa Yafe, a Misa, a way of, of, uh, of, 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 be, of being killed that's Yafe, that's, that's as pleasant as possible under the circumstances. So, Frakti Gemara, the Gemara asks, one second. So, once I have this din of Rav Nachman, that I have to do it in the most pleasant way possible, so, So, why do I need to learn from the children of Aaron to explain why we pour the, the metal down their throats and we don't just do a sreifa from the outside, let's say that the reason that we do that is because that is the fastest and easiest way that causes the least amount of pain for the person who's chay of Misa. So the Gemara says no. Amri, they said like this, Ilav if not for the Gzei of learning from the Bnei Aaron, Hava Amina, I would think, Sreifas neshama v'guf kayom lav sreifai. That if you do a sreifa in this manner, where, you're, you're, where you're, the body on the outside is staying intact, that's not called sreifa. When the Torah says a punishment of burning, that means a burning that affects the guf as well. And that maybe that you're not yoytze, the sreifa, in that way. So we need the Gzei to say that that's called sreifa. The Imi Shunder of Nachman, and if you're going to say that the Rav Nachman, that, that, that that's the easiest and most comfortable way for the person who's being killed, no, there are other ways to do that. Neipushla Chavile Zmeiroiz Tuva. What you could do is you could put a lot of wood, Kihechi de Tomus Bagola, so that she should die quickly. And that would be the most compassionate way to do this capital punishment. Komash Malon. So we see, we see from the, from the uh, combination of these two drushes, first of all, <coughs> the sreifa, sreifa mi b'nei Aaron, that that's considered a sreifa, and second of all, the v'yahavta l'reach ha'kamaycha, and we put those two together, so we do the sreifa in a manner where just the neshama is burned and not the guf, but in a manner that's as quick and as comfortable as possible, and we'll stop here and continue Emirat Hashem with Daf Ayin Hayom at Bay's next time.
You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.